0: Hello, and welcome to Mama Wisdom. Today, we are focusing on a series of birth stories. So you'll be hearing stories from real mamas, and papas, and doulas, and a whole range of people who have been present during the birth of a child. Hello, my name is Jessica, and this is my birth story. So... I gave birth to my beautiful, beautiful daughter, Ava Rose Palmer, um, on July 19th, 2015, um, here on the Gold Coast in Australia. Um, it was a, a very calm and very spiritual birth for, I would say, 99% of it. <laughs> So I'll start from the very beginning um, from when I actually realized that I was in labor. I think it was about 6 or 6.30 in the morning and um, I hadn't got any contractions yet, but I had got um, the show. So um, for those of you who don't know what that means, um, you can of course look it up, but essentially you do get a little bit of spotting Um most women get a bit of a spotting before they um, go into their active labor. So that happened at about 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. And I thought, oh, okay, this is, this is really, really happening. Um, and at that point, I was, I guess I was like 41 weeks and a bit. Um, I was very overdue. I was very over... Being pregnant, I was carrying so much fluid. Everything was really starting to hurt, um, and yeah, so I was ten days overdue, and the uh, the hospital had actually booked me in to have an induction the following day on the Monday. So I went into labor on the Sunday, which I was so pleased about because I I was a little bit nervous about having an induction. I hadn't heard. Too many great things about it. And my intention going into this birth, that obviously being my first, um, I really, really wanted to do it as natural as possible. Um, and yeah, so got the showing, and then the contractions started to come on. Uh, for me, they came on very, very quickly. Um, You know, they went from being 10 minutes apart to literally within three hours, um, within three hours, they were already, they were already about five minutes apart. Um, And then, yeah, it was progressing very, very quickly. Um, You know, I should probably take some time to say (laughs) how my husband was supporting me. Um, I honestly think he was in more fear than than I was Um, and I just really I really tried to completely surrender to each contraction so each time I got a contraction I would think about this advice that was given to me by um, during my pregnancy I was managing a hat a hat store and I worked with some really beautiful women and one of them said to me just ride the waves just ride the waves and I was kind of like, at the time, what is she talking about? Like these, riding these waves. I don't even know what she's on about. Um, but as soon as I started having um, stronger contractions, um, I knew exactly what she, what she meant. So I focused on that advice that she gave me and um, really focused on surrendering. So when the contractions came, it was like there was a big wave coming and I would just completely... Um, give into it, breathe through it and let it happen. Um, Not try to fight it. Um, I think there was maybe once or twice that I did try to fight it and I definitely noticed a huge difference. So, yeah, so my mum came over around about – my mom came over about 10 a.m. and she made sure that I had something to eat. So it was literally, you know, true Australian form – some um vegemite toast nothing too fancy but something just really plain um and i tried to eat and then again the contractions were coming up so as as the contractions came i would surrender to the pain and then when they gave me a little bit of a break i would just completely surrender again and and spend that time in a restful peaceful state and I was just so clear and in the zone that I wasn't focused on anything around me I was just focused on what was going on with my body and trying to have a really strong connection with what was happening with my body and in the lead up to my um, in the lead up to this the midwives had told me try and stay at home as long as you can Um, you know because if you haven't progressed further enough, then they can actually, um, send you home. So I tried to stay at home as long as possible. And in fact, I almost probably stayed home too long. <laughs> um, luckily my mum was there. Um, and she said, you know, your contractions are four minutes apart. Um, you're going to have a baby. Like Jessica, you're going to have a baby. You need to go to the hospital. So we hopped in the car, went to the hospital, and then this is another really funny story. Um, most people park at the front of the host hospital and then walk in to the maternity ward and go down to the birthing suite. But me, I was just in such a zone um, that I refused to park in the um, at the front of the hospital. Um, because I didn't want us to have to come and move the car later on. I wanted to make sure that my husband was there the entire time that I was, um, you know, I didn't want him to miss the birth of our, of our first child. So I forced him to park in the car park, which is probably a um, 1K um, walk from the car park to the maternity unit where you'll get assessed and they'll let you know if you need to go to the birth suite and and whatnot. So um, I walked a lot uh, whilst I was um, heavily, heavily um, through my labor. Um, And again, um, just to take you back, like my contractions were only four minutes apart at this stage, which is getting very close to the pushing time. So here I am, I'm walking, then there's this huge bridge and I just get this massive contraction, like probably one of the biggest ones. And I just stop and I think, oh, my God, I'm going to have this baby on this bridge outside the hospital. And apparently um, what I came to learn is that many people actually do, um, which means that you didn't actually – give birth in in the hospital you gave birth just in public and then you have to be admitted and your baby has to be admitted which is really interesting so I continued to walk and then we got up to the um the antenatal unit and a midwife assessed me and as soon as as soon as she um had a look down there she was like oh oh my goodness um you are eight centimeters dilated (laughs) and by this time it was I think maybe five and a half hours, almost six hours. I'd been from having that show all the way to getting to the hospital, which is super quick, uh, super, super quick, especially for your first baby. And um, she said, yeah, okay, we we need to get you down to the birthing suite right now. And um, I'd slightly considered having a water birth but wasn't 100% certain about it. But by the time you get to eight centimetres, you know, that was really one of the only options to, to get that relief. And I was, like, pretty interested in it anyway. So I said, yep, I want to have a water bath. So she quickly grabbed went on the phone and said, fill up the bath, fill up the bath, I've got her coming down. Um, you know, she's, she's almost ready to push. Like she's progressing very, very quickly. So I started walking and just down the hallway, got another big contraction. And then I think I even remember in the whole blur of it all saying, I can feel the head, but the head wasn't coming out. I was just in a state or something like that. It was pretty funny. And then, um, yeah, so then I just continued to walk. We got into the birthing suites and I was really blessed because they've just created, a, opened up a brand new hospital. So everything was fresh. Um, so beautiful. We had these big, huge um, baths as well. And yeah, they were filling it up as I entered. And I was just so excited to get into that water because I knew it was just going to take the edge off the pain. And it, It absolutely did. As soon as I slid into the water, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Um, And I really just kind of sat there, leaned back and just relaxed and continued to breathe um, and wasn't focusing on anything else, just focusing on really staying connected and staying in the zone. And I got so relaxed that my mum – Even said she thought I was going to fall asleep. And then um, I was just so happy to be in the water. It felt so good. And yeah, so then we had a few contractions and then uh, another big contraction and then a little push and Ava's head popped out. And then I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. So I could see her little head um in the water and I prop to be honest I got a little bit freaked out because she just had so much hair like she just had this beautiful long thick dark hair but because I was in the water and she's obviously submerged in the water her hair was just like floating um gliding through the water and I just thought oh my gosh and that kind of got me out of the zone I um didn't really I'd watched plenty of birthing um, videos, um, been to the class and everything like that, and um, read books. But just mentally having a baby's head pop out there, that really kind of threw me off a little bit. And I was a bit, got a little bit freaked out. So it got me out of my zone. And um, what ended up happening is that once I did get the next contraction, I was kind of in a state of, okay, I think maybe i got to get this baby out. I've just got to – this has just got to end. <laughs> this has to end now. So I um, I thought that the next contraction that was coming on was going to be a big one. I anticipated it to be a big one, but it wasn't actually a big one. So what happens is um, the contraction started to um, elevate and I pushed really hard. Um, Very, very hard. And um, keep in mind as well, um, Ava was also posterior. So she wasn't breech, but she was posterior, which means that um, our spines are back-to-back. Instead of her back being, you know, right up against my belly, it was the opposite way around. And usually what happens with that is you get um, quite bad back pain during your pregnancy, and it can be a bit more – difficult in your birth um as well so I pushed really hard and that was yeah there was definitely some um circumstances with that one so I pushed really hard and then she just went flying out um and just swimming through the water and I was just like so surprised and shocked and couldn't believe what had happened um that I didn't even know what was going on in all honesty and my husband and my mum they could physically see her like literally see her swimming around because babies can do that like they're they're being they're in the womb, they're in fluid. so when they go into water they're still in a, in fluid. so they haven't had that first breath so they're totally fine in there. So the midwife kept saying, grab your baby, grab your baby. And I was just like, leaned back and was just so relieved that it was over, Um, that I just was just looking at the baby and I didn't even, wasn't even hearing what she was really saying, um, comprehending it. So then my husband scooped her up, scooped Ava up and her eyes opened immediately. She didn't cry. Like she did not cry like at all. She was just like, hey, what's up? (laughs) she was just so alert and just so peaceful and it was just oh it was just so so beautiful um and then I just held her up to me and I just immediately I immediately I just thought oh my gosh like I don't even remember what my life was like before um you just entered this world which was literally two seconds ago <laughs> Um, and I just took to it all so naturally and seeing my husband, um, really hold her as well. That was beautiful. That was just such a memorable moment for me. So once I got out of the bath, um, once I'd given birth to her, um, I very quickly kind of stood up and then I was kind of ushered. Um, moved to a um, to a bed, and um, then they obviously had to have a little bit of an assessment there to see how I went. And due to um, it not being a big contraction and me pushing incredibly hard, um, I ended up with a two C degree tear, almost a third degree tear, um, but in my in my colon. So um yeah so they were there fixing it up and then I'm very close with my family so as that was happening everyone just automatically started coming in and I was totally fine with that um and I honestly didn't even care that someone was stitching me up um I was just I felt no pain I think once you give birth you it's, there's just nothing, nothing, you can't compare any other pain to giving birth. You think once you've done it, well, I'm a mum, I can, I've given birth. I can do, I can endure anything. I can do anything. And then everyone came in. Um, and then I went to get up to have a, um, a shower once they'd left. And um, I actually fainted. So, the um, midwife was helping me to the shower, and then I, I actually fainted because I did lose a bit of blood from the tear. Um, and yeah, she was a bit older, like I'm talking probably 50s, 60s. And she was in a, I woke up and she was in a squat position behind me, holding me. Like, I don't even know how long she was doing that for, but I was just so impressed by this midwife. I thought, well, this midwife is amazing like how amazing that she was able to catch me like that um and yeah so then post that um everything the recovery went really well um and yeah everything was was perfectly fine post that birth but um up until that moment where I pushed too hard the birth um of Ava was just such a spiritual and calming experience and my advice to um to mothers that are about to give birth whether it's your first time or your second or your third or whatever it is is to really focus on your breath um and to really really feel what is happening to you Um, and what your body wants you to do. And um, definitely follow the advice of the beautiful lady. Her name's Jude, actually, Um, from my hat store that I used to work at, um, is to really just ride those waves, to ride the waves. So... I gave birth to Selena Mary Palmer on October 10th, 2016. Um, Selena was our second child, um, second daughter, in fact. And they were very. Um, I, I conceived Selena uh, when my first child was only five and a half months. Um, old so they uh yeah didn't waste any time didn't waste any time getting the next one happening she was definitely a delightful surprise as well um but we were pretty happy with it because our first daughter ava was such a good good baby that i thought oh this is easy this is absolutely easy and i've given birth before i've got a baby i know exactly what i <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. So um, yeah, so fast forward from I think we conceived in January 20, yeah January 2016, um, and you know this is a probably a little bit OTT, but um, my husband and I it was literally one time, one time unprotected sex and boom she came she was there she's into the world (laughs) so um yeah it was definitely quite this surprise but a nice surprise we were really excited about it we were happy to have two children uh, close together you know I really love the idea of having two children that are friends so in my first birth with Ava um, which again it was only five and a half months prior to conceiving Selena, um, I had gotten a third degree tear, so 2C borderline third degree tear um, in my colon. Um, and because they were born so close together, um, when it came time to give birth, um, the best advice that was given to me was. Uh, was to have a caesarean. Now, I wasn't um, too pleased about it, to be honest, because I had previously had a full natural water birth and um, it was a great experience besides, obviously, the tear, which I know now was because I had pushed too hard on my final contraction, which was not a big one um, on reflection. I, I'm totally aware of that now. Um but yeah, so I remember I went to the hospital for my first midwife's appointment, and I'd already filled out my. Um, in Australia, we get this um, uh, pregnancy health book, and you fill out, um, you know, what your birth intentions are. Um, you know, any type of um, requirements that you might have. It could be um, religious, physical, um, health-related, absolutely anything. And it gives you all of these reminders of um, what you need to do and when you need to do it, such as your scans and everything like that. So go to my first midwife appointment and the midwife says to me, okay, so I know you've written all of this beautiful stuff in your pregnancy health book, Jessica, but you're most likely not going to be able to have a water birth again and my heart just dropped and I was like what what do you mean like I I was like I know what I'm doing I'm, I'm giving birth I'm having I'm having a water birth I've done before and um yeah she said due to um having a tear if you've already had a tear um, having a water birth is not a, um, an as controlled environment and we obviously wouldn't want you to have a tear again. Um, and based on, um, it was really based on the progression of um, my pregnancy um, to see if I got any other symptoms further down the line, I would potentially have to have a cesarean. And she said, just be aware you may have a cesarean but that's something you may have to do. And I was just so upset about it. Um, <laughs> I was so disappointed and I think I was just really scared because I'd, I've never even broken a bone. Um, said that you have to entertain the fact that you may be having a cesarean um, or you may have to make the decision, um, you know, the de- decision will be yours ultimately, um, to have the cesarean. So further down, um, further down the line of your pregnancy, as you get closer to your kind of 32 weeks, um, plus they'll monitor you to, um, to really give you advice. The specialist would give you advice to say, what would you like to do? This is what we're seeing. This is, um, this is what the risks are. Um, what, what's your choice? So I was kind of a borderline. I could have had a um, another vaginal birth or I could have a caesarean. It, it really was a choice. But once I reached five months um, within that pregnancy, I was feeling a lot of pressure um, in my colon there. And um, I just knew that if I was to tear that open again, um, I would – I could risk being anally incontinent, which is not ideal. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I went to see the doctors and kept asking them questions and I went back and forth and it probably took me a good three weeks to decide. And I had probably met with them like three or four times because I was so nervous about it and I really didn't want to have a cesarean. Um, But then it just came to the point where it's the safest option for myself and I really need to do what is best for me in the long term. So I made the decision and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to accept it. And I had a couple of weeks to really, you know, let it sit there and and to truly accept it and be okay with it. Um, And then the day came. So we were booked in. Um, and I d- even drove myself to the hospital because in Australia, um, you cannot drive for six weeks, um, post your, um, cesarean because it is a major operation and, um, yeah, so I drove myself to the hospital. Um, I dropped my daughter off, um, my, but th- this time Ava had reached, um, her 14 and a half, 15 months. And, um, yeah, we were admitted into the hospital. I was lucky enough to be one of the first um, bookings for the day. So I didn't have to wait um, and I I wasn't bumped. Sometimes you can get bumped if someone needs um, an emergency, Caesar. But um, lucky for me, that didn't happen. So I was able to go straight in around about 8.30 in the morning and then within two hours I came out with the baby. So the process was a lot more clinical than having a natural water birth. It was very, very different. The natural water birth was um, a very calming, uh, very beautiful, um, very intimate experience. Um, In the room I only had, had a midwife, I uh, had two two midwives, sorry, two midwives, uh, my mum and my husband. And that was it. And, um, you know, we had the, the lights were dimmed. We, we did have some relaxing music on for a while. Um, and it was just a very calming experience. So going into the cesarean, you go into a prep room where two nurses um, get you all prepped up and then... Then you get rolled into another room where they um, put your IV in and start to, um, you know, put in your spinal, which is a spinal is a more intense version of a a stronger version um, of an epidural. So they place it um, in your back probably about a third down the way of your back. Um, so that you cannot move from your chest um, downwards. Um, So you can kind of still, you can't really feel it, but you can somewhat feel people like moving your leg, but there's no actual pain. It was quite an interesting experience. It was really strange. Um, And then you get rolled into another room where there's probably about 10 to 12 people. So um, I also gave birth in a university hospital. So there was extra people in there that were learning. So um, light on the bed and it was time. It was go time. So all I really rem- I remember feeling a little bit sick. I started to get a little bit sick from the spinal, which is quite, quite common, a little bit nauseous. Um, and then. Yeah, within two hours, the baby—they literally just picked the baby up, um, and held her above above the curtain. Um, and yeah, she was not happy. That was Selena. Um, she was all squished up, and they just held her just with one hand over the curtain, and just it was very much a Lion King situation. It was so cute, and um, yeah, it was so interesting to be able to just see a baby but you didn't get to touch or hold your baby first because you had to wait for them to put you back together, essentially. Um, And then I got to kind of put my face up against her and that was really nice. And then we got rolled up um, once I was completely um, all put back together, rolled up to the maternity ward where I could just relax. And um, one thing I really want to say is that Giving birth via caesarean or natural, um, either way, is such an amazing accomplishment and it is definitely giving birth. Sometimes there's these notions that having a caesarean isn't necessarily giving birth, but let me tell you, it absolutely is. Um, In fact, standing up for the first time after having a caesarean is by far more painful than pushing a baby out of you with no um no drugs no pain relief because what happens is you've got this scar there and as you stand up all of your organs it's like this heaviness this weight of your organs actually falls onto the um falls onto the wound so walking from my bed to the bathroom to have a shower because I wanted to have a shower before everyone came this time around last time I didn't care I was like everyone coming in while well, I was getting stitches and stuff but this time I just needed to I needed to take some time because it was just a little bit more um, intense um, having the cesarean and the recovery was obviously a longer time frame but all in all, um, I got a healthy baby, um, I was safe, and um, I'm actually currently pregnant with my third child. I'm five months pregnant now, and I'll be having another cesarean, so I know exactly what to expect. If you have a story that you'd like to share, please email me at mamawisdompodcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook I'm Chandra Jote Coates. Reach out to me anytime for anything.